You're listening to The Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Charity Craig. I have had a messy life, but through the mess, I've discovered how to live an abundant life. Now, it's my turn to help you overcome your fears and discover your dreams. I'm going to challenge the way you think about yourself, others, and God. Life is way too short not to live abundantly. Are you ready? Let's pursue an abundant life. Hello, and welcome to this week's quarantine edition. This episode actually looks just like any other day of the week for me because I actually spend like 99% of my time working from home. So now I just don't have to feel guilty for never changing out of my yoga pants. But man, this has been a crazy couple weeks. Am I right? Like, wow, who knew this is how things would be shifting so quickly. It's almost like my head spinning. I can't keep up with everything that's going on. And I've really actually gone back and forth on how I wanted to approach this week's episode. I mean, I knew I wanted to talk about the unprecedented times we're navigating, but I just kept thinking, do we really need one more person talking and telling us how to be safe and how to deal with these uncertain times? Like, it seems like everyone is going live on Facebook with encouragement and wow, there's a plethora of funny quarantine memes on Instagram. Like, I feel like we've all talked about this pandemic at nauseum, and I'm not sure I could really add much more to this current steady stream that's already flooding your social media and TV. But then again, is there really anything else that we talk about or think about? So instead of just giving the standard encouragement of, you know, we'll get through this, I really hope to bring a fresh take to this topic and push you even further from your comfort zone. You know me, I like to challenge you. I really want to challenge you to change your perspective, to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and I want you to utilize your greatest asset. Even though everything I'm talking about was birthed from our current events, and this has really become a political topic, this isn't about politicians or Republicans, Democrats, liberals, or conservatives. I mean, this isn't even really about the USA versus the rest of the world. This is more personal than that. This is a personal philosophy that I hope will challenge you to apply these in all areas of your life, like from religion to relationships, education, politics, to your daily life. Because in a matter of two weeks, I went from a sleepy American to a blazing citizen This pandemic has spurred me into an insatiable thirst to learn what's really going on. 
I'm talking from the history that led us up to this point to the long-term economic effects this will have on our world. Like I cannot seem to get enough information. I'm but I'm not one to just go to the news and listen to people's opinions. I want to know from the source. So I'm looking and researching and finding the facts. But as you can imagine, prior to this, Matt and I really tend to swing on the side of kumbaya. Like, we hold our personal values of life and liberty, but at the end of the day, we've really stayed away from current events and politics because it's really turned into such a volatile environment to the point where we haven't even watched the news in probably ever. Like, seriously, We just do not turn the news on because especially these past six years, we've really focused on keeping our thoughts free from fear. But then suddenly, you know, when the world turns upside down, I realized I can no longer ignore what's going on in my world. Like this crisis is affecting our jobs, our finances, our health, our future. I mean, this is really hitting very close to home and it's throwing us out of our complacency. I mean, it's really thrown me out of my complacency. And so it's time to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I've learned to live this way, being uncomfortable, you know, when it comes to like emotional healing and spirituality, maybe our my relationship with Matt and my kids. But this uncomfort, you know, this current events, world economics, like what's going on, this is all a new level of growth for me. But like the Dalai Lama says, it's the very struggle of life that makes us who we are. It is our enemies that test us, prove us with the resiliency necessary for growth. And it's really easy to immediately believe that drastic changes like this in our world is bad and that we're headed for disaster. I mean, there are so many people just really predicting doomsday. And even though the virus is affecting so many people, and it's definitely a concern, but over the few last few years, I've begun to operate my life from a new perspective. It's a perspective that does not immediately jump to defining situations as good or bad. Because there is no way of really knowing the consequences of any given situation. We don't know. And so a flat tire may be frustrating, but I can't define that as a bad thing because maybe that flat tire is keeping me from getting into an accident down the road. I don't know. So I can't get upset. I've chosen. I don't get upset if a flat tire, it's it's an inconvenience, but you know what? It's also a part of life. And so I am learning to radically accept situations that happen in life as happening It's just a situation. I'm not going to readily jump to deciding whether it's good or bad because I don't know what the next thing, the chain of events that will happen. There's actually a little story that's been told by Alan Watts that I'll read for you that kind of explains this. And I quote, Once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer whose horse ran away. 
That evening, all of his neighbors came around to commiserate. They said, "We are so sorry to hear your horses run away. This is most unfortunate." The farmer just replied, "Maybe." The next day, the horse came back, bringing seven wild horses with it. And in that evening, everybody came and said, "Oh, isn't that lucky? What a great turn of events! You now have eight horses." The farmer again just simply said, "Maybe." The following day, his son tried to break one of the horses, and while riding it, he was thrown and broke his leg. The neighbors then all said, "Oh, dear, that's just too bad." And the farmer replied, "Maybe." The next day, the conscription officers came around to conscript people into the army, and they rejected his son because he had a broken leg. Again, all the neighbors came around and said, "Isn't that great?" And again, he said, "Maybe." The whole process of nature is an integrated process of immense complexity, and it's really impossible to tell whether anything that happens in it is good or bad, because you never know what will be the consequence of misfortune, or you never know what will be the consequence of good fortune. End of quote. So. As explained in this little story of the Chinese farmer, it's in this sense that not knowing whether everything that happens is good or bad, but it all goes back to that scripture that says all things work together for good. So we can actually just rest and believe that ultimately good will come of all things that happen in our life. So no matter what happens, we will believe in the greater mind, the greater good, the greater God of the universe, love. In the end, good prevails, and like John Lennon said, everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. So how do we take things in our life? That we would generally classify as bad, you know, like the entire world shutting down and thousands and thousands of people getting sick and millions of people losing their jobs and businesses. Like, how can we honestly say good can come from this kind of world disaster? It's in this sense of changing your perspective. Stepping back and looking at the bigger picture, and the Dalai Lama really gives this an example as flexibility of the mind. He quotes in his book, "The Art of Happiness." I'm going to quote. It's kind of a long quote, so just hang in there with me. But it's a good one. Quote. In today's world, the attempt to develop a flexible mode of thinking. Isn't simply a self-indulgent exercise of idle intellectuals. It can be a matter of survival. Even on an evolutionary scale, the species that have been most flexible, most adaptable to environmental changes, have survived and thrived. Life today is characterized by sudden, 
unexpected, and sometimes violent change. A supple mind can help us reconcile the external changes going on all around us. It can help us integrate all of our internal conflicts, inconsistencies, and ambivalence. Without cultivating a pliant mind, our outlook becomes brittle and our relationship to the world becomes characterized by fear. By adopting a flexible, malleable approach to life, we can maintain our composure even in the most restless and turbulent conditions. It is through our efforts to achieve a flexible mind that we can nurture the resiliency of the human spirit. End of quote. He literally says that having a flexible mode of thinking is a matter of survival. It's in this place that we can have a flex- be flexible in our perspective, in our mind, and in our willingness to adapt to a new situation that will discover the most happiness, the best opportunities, and the most growth. And our president, Donald Trump, in his 2006 book called America We Deserved, he says, there is opportunity in adversity. We have an opportunity during this global downtime to tap into our greatest assets. But the problem is we tend to take these assets for granted because they've been given to us for free. And when we get things for free, we tend to not value them. It's just kind of human nature. And these assets were given to us standard issued at birth. These are our health, love, family, life, our mind. And the greatest asset that we rarely invest in is our mind. Ironically, it's the things that cost us money that we put the most value on. And the crazy thing is these are the things that can be easily replaced. I mean, in 1914, there was this massive explosion that incinerated 10 of his buildings, destroying his life's work. And you know what Thomas Edison told the reporter standing there at the scene? Although I am over 67 years old, I'll start all over again tomorrow. Thomas Edison understood a very important principle. Things that cost us money can be here today, gone today, but then can easily be replaced tomorrow. It's the things that we buy with money that can easily be replaced. But those gifts we've been given for free are often the ones we take for granted the most. All the money in the world could never replace these things once they're gone. So during this time of uncertainty and global panic, we must remember to invest in our greatest assets. We must double down our investments in these things because our return will never crash and will always return with a profit. During this time, with all this extra time on your hands, it's important to tap into your greatest asset, your mind. 
James Allen states in his book, As a Man Thinketh, a man's mind is likened to a garden. And it can be carefully tended to, or it can just be allowed to run wild. But either way, it's going to bring forth its harvest. So just like an actual garden, if you plant flowers or you plant poison ivy, it doesn't matter. They're both going to grow in bountiful harvest. The soil doesn't care what you place in it. It will produce whatever you plant there. And so is the same as the soil of your mind. You get to decide what you plant there. If you plant fear, you will harvest more fear. So look for ways to educate yourself because it's in education that replaces fear. Explore your curiosities because like Walt Disney said, curiosity leads you down new paths. Dive deep into learning, explore and stretch the capacity of your mind, for this is where lies your freedom and the solution to your problems. Emerson says what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. There is greatness within you. I know you can sense the beating drum of your heart calling you beyond the life of complacency. We've been given a gift in our world right now. We can see it as a travesty or we can see it as an opportunity. We can look at it as our demise or we can look at it as a collective rising. We can see it as our potential end or we can see it as a new beginning. It's all how you want to look at it. It's your perspective, but no matter what, you play a part. You're not a victim in your life. You've got control even when life feels out of control. It's time to begin planting the seeds of life, love, and understanding in the garden of your mind. So here's my challenge to you. During these quickly shifting times, begin to root yourself in the solid ground of love and pay attention to the seeds you're planting in your mind. Are you listening to those who are spreading seeds of fear, panic, and worry? Do not dwell on these things. Look for new perspectives in every situation and know a malleable mind, a mind that is willing to be flexible is going to be a matter of survival. So remember, there is no way to judge whether a situation is good or bad. So begin to radically accept life as it comes and begin to plant seeds in your mind that will bring you solutions to every challenge in your life. Here's the recap. Life is uncertain now and tomorrow So it's time to get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. It's easy to immediately believe that this drastic change like this in our world is bad and we're headed for disaster. But if we step back and see life from a different perspective, we can see that there's no way we can honestly define our situations in life as good or bad because there's no way of knowing the consequences of any given situation. Just remember the story of the Chinese farmer. Scripture reminds us that all things work together for our good. And like John Lennon said, 
Everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay, it's not the end. It's when we are the most flexible in our perspective, our minds, and our willingness to adapt to new situations in life that we will discover the most happiness, the best opportunities, and the most growth. It's with adversity that opportunities arise. The things we buy with money, we often put a lot of value on, but those can be taken away from us today and replaced tomorrow. It's the things that are given to us for free that we give a lot of times the least amount of value on, like life, family, and love. We have an opportunity during this global downtime to tap into one of our greatest assets, our mind. Our mind is the source of solutions to our problems, the ticket to our freedom, and the key to our happiness. It's important that we do not miss this opportunity to invest in our greatest asset, for it will bring us the greatest return. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know there's so many people speaking out right now about our current crisis. So the fact that you took time to listen to this episode means the absolute world to me. Like you've got a special place in this world and you've got a gift that only you can share with us. And there are acres of diamonds within you. If you haven't already, will you come find me over on social media? I'm Charity L. Craig and let's chat. But before you go, will you share this episode on your social channels? I would love for this to get out to as many people as possible. Also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast. But until then, keep investing in your greatest asset, your mind as you pursue an abundant life.